Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan, here today to talk to you about one of our favorite companies in virtual legality. That is, of course, Bungie, or should I say, wholly owned independent subsidiary of Sony Bungie, the makers of, among other things, Halo, Original Recipe, and Destiny, and Destiny 2. Now, we're not going to talk about that acquisition. We're really not even going to talk about Destiny 2 as a product so much. Instead, we're going to talk about a litigation. As you may know, just following along in virtual legality or following along with Bungie separately, they are, and other companies in this space are, presently exploring the legal alternatives they have against cheaters. More specifically, folks that sell things to help players cheat particularly in multiplayer games. And because multiplayer games are a little bit zero-sum in that fashion, if somebody is cheating and killing you, well, you're not having as much fun in Destiny 2 or some other multiplayer product as you could be. These companies have expressed a legal theory that their product overall is harmed by this cheating. And so they have pursued actions against companies like Aim Junkies, which apparently provided software that allowed you to see through walls and otherwise have bot aiming in Destiny, and they brought a lawsuit that was a topic of some discussion earlier this year. Now, this is Torrent Freak. They've actually been doing a really good job as a website of following along with this story. We're going to take a look at the specifics here, but before we do, I do want to point out that this is a viewer and listener-supported channel. We've got a Utreon where most of the resources get to us. We've got a Patreon. If you're more familiar with that platform, please do check those out, and if you do, at one of those tiers, you can support the channel by sponsoring a specific episode. As Falcus Vipus is doing here, and Falcus Vipus has been doing it a long time for this channel. I am so, so thankful for the level of support Falcus Vipus and other viewers and listeners have shown here. Thank you so much. Again, if you're interested in that, do check that out. But as for the details in this story, Bungie brought a lawsuit against AIM Junkies. As Torrent Freak puts it, last summer, Bungie filed a complaint at a federal court in Seattle accusing AIMJunkies.com of copyright and trademark infringement among other things. Now, we're not going to go all the way back to foundationals here in this particular video, but it's important to note that when you make something like a computer program, you automatically have the copyright in that computer program. And in the United States and most other jurisdictions, that gives you the exclusive rights to control how it is distributed, how it is publicly performed, and whether or not derivative works are made off of that intellectual property. Whether or not cheats or derivative works are going to be foundational to this particular question, we can't answer that necessarily, even though they certainly look like derivative works, because like so many other aspects of intellectual property law, especially technological-based intellectual property law, well, we don't always get to a final trial decision. A lot of these things settle that puts the rest of this in a gray area. But still, I think AIM Junkies is, as suggested by the thumbnail, maybe not putting the best arguments out there. The same accusations were also made against Phoenix Digital Group, the alleged creators of the Destiny 2 cheating software. This is at least a little bit uh, misinformed, uninformed, confusing. Uh, Phoenix Digital Group, at least as alleged by Bungie, are the owners of AIMJunkies.com. AIM Junkies argued that cheating isn't against the law. Indeed, they did. Rather adamantly so. Right, So Bungie says we're bringing this action to stop defendants' unlawful actions, to prevent defendants from profiting off the unlawful infringement of our IP, to prevent them from damaging Bungie's reputations, and to put cheaters and those who assist them on notice that Bungie does not and will not tolerate cheating in Destiny 2, which is responded to by AIM Junkies with something like a rhetorical diatribe in their legal document. 
What is really going on here is Bungie's transparent misuse of the legal system to achieve ends not actually permitted under laws actually passed by Congress. While Bungie pays lip service to defendants' supposed unlawful actions and unlawful infringement of Bungie's purported IP, Bungie does have IP, it's not purported, the fact remains that cheating in Destiny 2 is not, in and of itself, unlawful. And the right of all people to engage in lawful conduct trumps Bungie's personal thoughts as to what is legitimate and what should be tolerated when it comes to online computer gaming. Congress, not Bungie, sets the rules, and it is Bungie's burden to establish with competent evidence that defendants engaged in unlawful actions and or unlawful infringement of Bungie's purported IP. Despite the hysteria and hyperbole of Bungie's complaint, the complaint is woefully inadequate when it comes to identifying what defendants' purported unlawful acts are. Nevertheless, with deep pockets and a large law firm at its disposal, Bungie, despite no actual evidence of wrongdoing, does indeed put others on notice that it will not tolerate those who do not acquiesce to its own views as to what is permissible, what constitutes cheating, and what is legitimate. Bungie apparently hopes to bamboozle this court into prescribing entirely lawful activities. This court should not be party to such questionable tactics and should apply the laws that actually exist, not those that Bungie apparently conjures out of thin air. Uh, and then they say, you didn't plead infringement well enough. You didn't give us specifics about that infringement. Now, I read it in the manner that I thought it deserved, given this language in a legal document. But the funny part about this is that Aim Junkies actually wins on portions of that argument at the start. It's described by Torrent Free as follows. In May, U.S. District Court Judge Thomas Zilli largely sided with Aim Junkies. The original complaint didn't provide sufficient evidence for a plausible claim that the Destiny 2 hacks infringed any copyrights. Now, here again, Torn Freak's doing a great job. They're not lawyers, or they don't appear to be lawyers as they report on this. I don't want to drag them, but the district court didn't really side with AIM junkies as much as they determined that the specifics here weren't properly pled. Uh, right. And you get this kind of erroneous reporting, not just from Torrent Freak, but also from places like Games Industry Biz, right, that says things like, should Bungie present more evidence of copyright infringement, it can still refile those claims. Or with today's news that Bungie initially filed a copyright against Phoenix Digital and Aim Junkies last year. In April, the case was dismissed as Bungie failed to provide sufficient evidence. And, and that's not what happened here. You don't provide evidence in the pleading stage. You plead as to what your complaints are. So as esteemed legal scholar Hogue Law said to Game Daily Biz at the time that this happened, we don't need to over-report this because what the court actually wound up doing was saying, you basically just recited what the elements are, right? So instead of pleading, for instance, like if there were a breaking and entering, instead of pleading that uh, Joe Smith broke into my house, here's how he did it, here's when, and I'm concerned about this, which is a terrible example because it's criminal, but it does establish the elements of a case. Instead of pleading that, you just plead those elements. Someone broke in and that constitutes these elements for breaking and entering in this jurisdiction. So what the court winds up saying is, Bungie has not pleaded any facts explaining how the software constitutes an unauthorized copy and it gets kicked out for failures to plead properly. That's a legal footfall. That is not anything related to discovery or evidence or otherwise. So what I said was, in the estimation of the court, Bungie didn't explain how the software was infringing. In a revised complaint, and this is summarized from what I said, the studio would likely need to provide more detailed information about how AIM Junkies cheats infringe on Bungie's copyright, as well as detail the roles the aforementioned four defendants played in such infringement. And... I would expect to see Bungie back in court with a more specifically pled complaint document. 
It's also worth noting that the trademark complaint portion survived and everything that related to the contract as the license for Destiny 2 were kicked over to arbitration because of the arbitration clause in the Destiny 2, I think it's the limited license for software or something along those lines. And that isn't getting rid of the legal challenge either. So basically you had this district court say, these things belong in contract arbitration, the trademark stuff survives, and you didn't tell us enough about the copyright infringement to actually survive this motion to dismiss the claim. So said they should file it again, and they did, Torrent Freak says, shortly thereafter. And we can take a look at what a refiled complaint looks like to establish what they mean by infringement. We're not going to go over everything here. We don't need to. First, we point out that Phoenix Digital Group is said by Bungie to operate the website aimjunkies.com. These are the same for purposes of our thought process, even if they are different under the law. Bungie brings this action for the same reasons that they were otherwise discussed and which uh, the folks at Aim Junkies took such great umbrage at uh, in their initial litigation return volley. Bungie has made substantial investments in time and money to ensure that all players in Destiny 2 achieve success due to their talent and skill and not due to software that gives them an unfair advantage. When cheating occurs or when there is a perception that players are cheating, then non-cheating players become frustrated that cheaters obtain the same rewards and stop playing. We own all of these copyrights or trademarks. We have this intellectual property. We make sure that our players sign the LSLA, the license agreement, what we usually call a EULA, in which they promise not to exploit Destiny 2 commercially. They promise not to copy, reproduce, distribute, display, or use Destiny 2 except as we authorize. They promise not to reverse engineer, derive source code, modify, decompile, disassemble, or create derivative works of Destiny 2 or hack or modify Destiny 2 to gain advantage in any online or multiplayer game modes. So when we talk about this, you buy a copy of Destiny 2, or more specifically, you buy a license to play Destiny 2. And among other things, as a player, separate from AIM Junkies, you agree that you won't hack or modify Destiny 2 to gain an unfair advantage in the game playing environment that we've provided. Now, this is confusing to some people, right? I tweeted about this case a few days ago, and some folks say, well, cheating isn't illegal. And at broad conceptual levels, that's right. If you've got a copy of Mega Man 2 and you somehow figure out how to inject different code in it to cheat and make it easier, then that's not harming anybody and you have basically the right to modify your own copy of the software. That is, however, distinct in most cases from any multiplayer environment where the actual product isn't so much the client side code that's operating on your computer or even the server side code, but the combination of those things and the product, the experience, the copyrighted work is in its entirety the game as experienced by multiple players at once. And so if you've got cheating software that is zero sum, that you're making somebody else's life miserable because you are cheating in order to advantage yourself in that game, it's very difficult for me to see exactly how the law should say you shouldn't be permitted in your end user license agreement to outlaw that kind of behavior. Because at Bungie and under the law and under all the intellectual property rules we have in the United States and plenty of other jurisdictions, you want to give these companies or individuals the ability to control what their product is out there as experienced by the market. So they choose to do that with an end user license agreement that says you won't do these things and then you shouldn't be able to do those things regardless of you know, aim junkies screeds at the sky about what are the rights of mankind to cheat at Destiny 2. And 
Understand, I don't begrudge aim junkies from trying to pursue their angle of attack with great vociferousness and zealousness, right? This is their business model, but it doesn't mean I think that it will hold the day at the end. They say defendants advertised and sold their cheats through their website for about $34.95 a month. Uh, and now they start to tie with more specificity these individuals to the creation of the cheats and exactly what's happening here. Mr. Schaefer has recruited cheat developers with knowledge of game engine structures and the ability to reverse engineer. This was seen by 38,000 people. They were aimed to circumvent technological measures, which is actually a DMCA kind of complaint. Mr. Schaefer personally participated in the creation of the software. On our information and belief, he directed and participated in the decision to make and sell the software against Destiny 2. This goes on and on and on for more individuals. And then they get into the nitty gritty of what the software does. This wasn't really included in their first document. And so they said, okay, court, we can talk about what this does more specifically if that's what you need. So they say, among other things, Bungie's Destiny 2 computer software copyrights consist of data structures that correspond to attributes of the Destiny 2 game. These attributes include, for example, player positioning, i.e. where each Destiny 2 player and non-player character is in Destiny 2 at any given moment. These data structures provide instructions for how individual pieces of data are stored and organized in a computer's memory so that the game displays and functions properly for players. In addition, Bungie's Destiny 2 copyrighted software includes data structures and functions dedicated to Destiny 2's rendering, which determines what each Destiny 2 player sees from their character's perspective while playing Destiny 2. On our information and belief, we don't run their company, Phoenix Digital copied and modified these data structures in software code to create its Destiny 2 cheat software. For example, Destiny 2 cheat software included a feature called ESP, which allowed users of defendants cheat software to see other Destiny 2 players and non-player characters through solid walls by displaying a distinct box around the other players, displaying the players' names and the distance between the cheating and non-cheating players. A screenshot of this feature of defendants cheat software is shown below. The resulting display by Defendant's Destiny 2 cheat software is a modified version of Destiny 2's original audiovisual output and is an infringement of Bungie's Destiny 2 audiovisual copyrights. And at least at first blush, that looks exactly right. Destiny 2's audiovisual output is the screen unmodified, and this is a very light but substantive modification over what Bungie is trying to put out there to display or perform its copyrighted material, which it has the exclusive right to do under the United States Copyright Act. Certainly looks like a derivative work to me. Defendants copied the Destiny 2 software code that corresponds to the data structures for player positioning and reverse engineered the software code for Destiny 2's rendering functions. We saw in the license agreement that you're not supposed to reverse engineer. And if you got your hands on a copy of Destiny 2, you would have had to agree to that license in order to use it without infringing on the baseline copyright that Bungie holds. To use the cheat software, cheat users run an authentic copy of Destiny 2 on their computers while also running a copy of the cheat software. On our information and belief, defendants then inject their own code into, i.e. run their software code inside the Destiny 2 game engine. The injected code extracts information to which the cheat user does not ordinarily have access from the player positioning data structures and then manipulates the rendering data structures and calls the camera and display functions that are ordinarily only called by other game functions within authentic copies of Destiny 2 to A, determine where the other Destiny 2 characters are located, and then B, display the boxes, player name, and distance information on the cheat user's screen. The resulting software 
that is based on Destiny 2 software code is an unauthorized derivative work of Bungie's Destiny 2 computer software copyrights. Now, these are all technological arguments, right? And folks will come in and say, well, Game Genie case. And again, that's entirely different from what we're talking about here, where you've got cheats that are reverse engineered, at least alleged by Bungie, specifically for the purposes of upending one specific game and then interacts with the client and server-side software in a specific way so as to change the experience in a multiplayer environment. Now, you can also come back at me and say, we, we don't have fully litigated versions of these arguments, and that's true, and that will continue to be true, but unless this goes all the way to a final verdict of some kind, we're gonna continue to have that gray area, and I wanna tell folks that are interested in these questions that this, from Bungie is a pretty strong argument from what I can see. And they go on and on and on about how this kind of injection, this kind of reverse engineering, changing what their audio visual presentation is, continues through a whole bunch of these different cheats that were sold. And they note that it always required whenever they changed their data structures within the game, an update to the cheat, suggesting that they were doing this reverse engineering the entire time. Defendants have caused and continue to cause serious harm to the value of Destiny 2 and to the Destiny 2 community by preventing players who do not use cheats from enjoying the game, causing players to grow dissatisfied and stop playing. This is why it matters, Court. Although Bungie is unable to confirm that defendants continue to offer the cheat because it appears they pulled it down and they're trying to avoid here that it's moot as a case, Bungie is equally unable to confirm that defendants have permanently and forever discontinued any offering of the cheat. If they have the right to do it, or if they aren't blocked by the court here, they could just put it back up. So it's not moot court. You still should talk to us about this particular issue. In fact, after Bungie initiated this litigation in June of 2021, Mr. Schaefer threatened to make defendants cheat software publicly available for free on the internet, issuing a veiled threat to Bungie's CEO that... In the old days, sites would just put the source code on public forums for every 14-year-old to get and make a hack for your game. Most of the time when they do it, they make it a free public cheat accessible to everyone. Imagine players having access to those cheats for free. I don't think anyone wants to go back to those days. The net would be you would have more cheaters in your game than before the Crusader came in. Is that what you're looking for in your game? Again, the veiled threat there is certainly in existence, uh, but it's not without its own logic. Hey, if you ban this practice, then we're just going to put all this stuff uh, out there and maybe there'll be more cheaters in your game. Now, without the monetary incentive, there's a question as to whether that would exist as strongly as it does. Uh, but that's what Bungie did. They went and explained what the code does. And in my eyes, that's going to survive the motion to dismiss stage. And it was always going to. It's just that the court decided that it was too lightly pled in the first instance. Then they talk about what's infringing, right? First, direct infringement. Defendants infringe Bungie's Destiny copyrights by copying Destiny's computer software code, including but not limited to Destiny 2's data structures, reverse engineering Bungie's computer software, and distributing these unauthorized derivative works without Bungie's permission. Direct infringement. Defendants also infringe Bungie's audiovisual copyrights in Destiny 2 by creating and displaying modified versions of the audiovisual outputs of Destiny 2. So you've got the overall derivative works concept, we control those, you are making derivative works against our will, and we control how this code displays audiovisually. And you are changing that, and that in and of itself is a separate direct infringement of our copyrights, our exclusive rights to control what it is that we created. They're also vicariously liable for their employees, says Bungie, and most interestingly to me, because I think this is a pretty effective uh, line of attack, defendants are also liable under the Copyright Act 
for inducing the infringing acts of the users of Defendant's Destiny 2 cheat software. Defendants operate the aimjunkies.com website with the object of promoting its use to infringe the Destiny copyright. So that end user license agreement says you won't modify your program for advantage. So if you're just playing Destiny 2 and you go and you visit Aim Junkies or somewhere else and you download that cheat software, you know that you could potentially be banned, surely. But within the end user license agreement that we've been talking about, if you breach a provision like that, then you no longer have the license that Bungie has given to you to actually play Destiny 2. So once you breach the terms of that license agreement, you are then infringing if you go ahead and play Destiny 2. So what Bungie is saying here is that aim junkies, by making these cheats, promoting these cheats specifically for this game, offering it to players of Bungie's game, are inducing those players to infringe on Bungie's copyright. They wouldn't have if these weren't available or they weren't marketed to them. And so they're causing the infringement of others. Or as some precedents say, I've pulled up a legal blog here, one who distributes a device with the object of promoting its use to infringe copyright as shown by clear expression or other affirmative steps taken to foster infringement is liable for the resulting acts of infringement by third parties. Now, it should be noted that this is a tricky kind of claim to make because it's not as specific as contract breach or direct infringement. And the Supreme Court has said, well, it can't just be the fact that you're distributing a tool that might infringe that gets you in trouble, right? The Supreme Court says mere knowledge of infringing potential or of actual infringing uses, somebody doing this with your tool would not be enough here to subject a distributor to liability, nor would ordinary acts incident to project distribution, such as offering customers technical support or product updates, support liability in themselves. The inducement rule instead premises liability on purposeful, culpable expression and conduct, and thus does nothing to compromise legitimate commerce or discourage innovation having a lawful promise. So if, for instance, back in the day, you are distributing VHS uh, recorders, and that happens to be the way that people could illegally tape over blockbuster tapes or what have you. I'm very topical and timely with this metaphor. I know you don't get in trouble just for distributing the recorders, even if you might know that some people would pirate movies with them. It's they still have a useful purpose and you're not marketing them to steal movies. If you were, you might find yourself in trouble. In this particular instance, by comparison, this is only to cheat at Destiny 2, which you know or should reasonably know is a violation of the user's obligations under the license that they've entered into with Bungie. So you're inducing them to infringe on Bungie's copyright by offering them the ability to breach and marketing it as, hey, come breach your agreement with Bungie. Defendant's actions are willful, intentional, and purposeful, or in reckless disregard of Bungie's rights. And then we also have this trademark claim and this false designation of origin claim and everything else still sits in arbitration. That's the state of play as of very, very shortly after it originally got kicked out of court for failure to properly plead those complaints. As I said, it would. And then very, very recently, AIM Junkies decided to double or triple down. They've prepared several subpoenas targeting Google, PayPal, and Valve through which they hope to gather evidence against Bungie. So they've asked for things like documents reflecting or sufficient to show monthly sales for all Bungie Inc. Destiny 2 products from January 2017 to the present, the number of players per month of Destiny 2, information about various individuals and their operating systems, and communications by Bungie 
with those individuals. Now, we don't know precisely what they're looking for just from the subpoena language, as Torrent Freak points out. But thankfully, we do have them putting out a press release, which is what I initially responded to when a bunch of folks brought it up to me. And I said, yeah, uh, good luck with that. So Phoenix Digital Group, uh, according to them in their press release, will not tolerate individuals or companies who violated the AIM Junkies terms of service that were agreed to by them before purchase. Now, this is an interesting starting point because remember, one of the things that Bungie is claiming gets them their copyright infringement win is that Phoenix Digital Group and AIM Junkies are violating the reverse engineering provisions, are inducing their players to otherwise breach their non-hack provisions, etc., etc. So the very first thing that's in this press release from this company is we won't abide people who breach our terms of service, which is fine, all well and good, but it sure seems like you breached Bungie's terms of service. Phoenix Digital Group will prosecute individuals or companies who violated our copyrights in terms of service to the fullest extent of the law, and this is the first step down that path. We believe on information and belief that an unnamed employee slash contractor for an unnamed company purchased AIM Junkies software and turned it over to their employer to decompile and analyze. We intend to subpoena documents with actionable information to answer these questions. So, this is all speculative, of course, but it sure seems like the accusation here is that a Bungie employee purchased part of this cheat software, turned it over to Bungie in order to analyze how it operates, which of course is part of what Bungie attests to in the now more specific version of their claim of copyright infringement. So what it appears that AIM Junkies did here was that they said, well, you didn't plead enough to know with specificity whether it was reverse engineered or otherwise illegally interacting with your software. And then when Bungie went to go and get a copy in order to establish that fact for its legal filings, they are now at least contemplating countersuing or threatening to countersue on the notion that their software was purchased to reverse engineer. That's wild. I gotta respect the chutzpah of AIM Junkies and the Phoenix Digital Group, but that's not gonna be a winner if Bungie's argument, which certainly seems strong, winds up being as strong as it seems. Bungie claims that we created derivative works and presents images found on a competitor's site claiming they are our software products. It is our belief, our offering of software product was just doing what Steam and countless others do with overlays. Now, folks, I've played a lot of Destiny 2. I've played a lot of games on Steam. Can you let me know in the comments if there is any overlay that Steam provides that otherwise allows you to see through walls and identify where people are in any game, let alone Destiny 2. Maybe I'm missing out and Steam has this functionality or has the functionality to inject code for aimbots or the other things that Destiny accuses them of, but I think this is probably a weak argument on behalf of aim junkies. The Steam overlay and others, like we believe, are not derivative works also. The Steam overlay that just says what game you're playing or what are we talking about here? We cannot speak to the site the plaintiff acquired images from and claims as ours, but it is our belief that the site the images came from sold multiple cheats with different features and functions. So if Bungie used things that weren't coming directly from AIM Junkies, that is a problem in and of itself. However, this particular set of cheats were taken down, maybe to prevent Bungie from gathering the information they needed to do so. Whole lot of messiness here. Bungie also claims that we caused grievous harm to their game when in fact, some of their most popular months of player counts and sales were doing during the time that AIM Junkies offered their software products. 
We believe and intend to gather actionable proof of that and disprove another one of their wild assertions. So I don't know how they're going to prove this. They've got a post hoc ergo propter hoc problem, which in non-legalese, when we're trying to sound fancy in Latin, means uh, you can't just claim that something happened after the fact and therefore happened because of it. Causation, correlation, not the same. You might be familiar with that locution as well. If they're selling a hack or a set of cheats into Destiny 2's most popular months, that might be related to the prevalence of the cheat, or it might be in spite of it. And certainly I think Bungie has the greater logical argument that cheats aren't doing uh, very well for their bottom line. But maybe Aim Junkies can put together some kind of notion that it is good for their bottom line, which would, unfortunately for them, simply put them in the statutory damages provision if they are found to be infringing rather than the actual damages provision. Wouldn't win them the case. Do not believe everything you read in their filings. In fact, do not believe 90% of what they assert in their filings. We believe Bungie and their counsel apparently believe the more stuff you throw at the wall, the greater the possibility of something sticking with the court, no matter how ridiculous or absurd it is in the real world. This is fighting language. This is fancy words. However, it doesn't really match up with a 25-page copyright infringement claim. This is not overly lawyered. This is not throwing 100 things at the wall. They only have two counts here, copyright infringement and trademark infringement. This is the response to somebody responding to a crazy set of 15 counts and a 150-page document that has absolutely no legs to stand on. That is not what the Bungie lawsuit document is, so okay. Understand, cheating is not illegal, and the game companies want to make it illegal because they cannot govern their own players. They are looking to the courts to do what they, Bungie, are impotent to do on their own, even with the vast resources and technologies at their disposal. They would rather suffer death by a thousand cuts than admit that it is not the way to fix the problem. Here you have the bank robbery issue, right? So, You've got a bank. You've put together a vault. Bungie's familiar with vaults, right? And you've put in the jewels. You've put in the money. You've put in the bearers' bonds and everything else. Uh, and you try to protect it. The robbers come in. They get in. They get past your guards. They break into the vault. They steal the money. And then afterwards, they say, you were impotent to stop us and now are illegally trying to use the courts to protect the assets you could not. I think it's pretty obvious that that doesn't work as an argument. So if Bungie has the right to control its software, if Bungie has the right to control its Destiny 2 environment, I would argue pretty strongly that it does, then the fact that you continue to break down their defenses and find ways around things and they are not as good as they otherwise could be to keeping cheats out doesn't make their lawsuit a loser. It just makes it more obvious that you are engaging in this activity. So yeah, you're shouting that you're doing this and that's fine. You want to have the right to do it. I think the Copyright Act might have an issue with what you're saying you're allowed to do. We at Phoenix Digital Group have offered to work with Bungie to acquire multiple solutions to their problem. Foremost, we believe would be to implement our features in a version of their game for distribution. Put the cheats right in there. But their pride and bully mentality prohibits them from thinking out of the box. If they did that, what, would there be a market for our software? Well, they would change fundamentally the product that they're offering in a way that they don't want to offer it. And if the copyrights that people hold mean anything, it's that the creator of something gets to decide what that something is and how to distribute it, how to sell it, how to perform it, how to display it. And if they don't have that right because of their 
pride and bully mentality. They have to accept anybody that wants to change their software in whatever way they so choose. Well, do they have a copyright at all? Hmm. It is crystal clear to us why Activision Blizzard spun them off. Activision Blizzard never owned them. Ever. Ever. It was a partnership agreement between Activision and Bungie, so we should at least get our legal terminology right. Our congratulations to them for their acquisition by Sony. Hopefully, wiser minds will prevail moving forward. Yes, Sony, noted non-defender of their copyrights and intellectual property. FYI, Bungie, just a friendly reminder, we do still have a First Amendment. Out of nowhere, from the top turnbuckle, dressed in an American flag, they have the First Amendment. Who are you talking to? Nobody is accusing anybody of having any First Amendment issues. This is commercial software and infringement of copyright. So, yep, we do still have a First Amendment. What a press release and a series of subpoenas. As I said in Twitter form, good luck with that. They're throwing junk out there, folks, which I guess is okay for the title of their company and this video. But otherwise, I really don't think they're presenting their arguments very well at all. So if you would like to see more cheating or you would like to see that argument advanced by someone that isn't crazy, I probably wouldn't recommend following this particular case because aim junkies might just wind up establishing a precedent that you very much don't like. This has been Virtual Legality for today. If you enjoy content like this about video games, technology, software, and more, please do consider supporting us at Utreon or Patreon. Special thanks again for Falcus Vipus doing that for so, so many months. If none of those appeal to you, just subscribing, telling your friends, upvoting, sharing these videos around, every little bit helps. If you watch this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to this as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.